What's up, everybody? Good morning. Welcome to another live episode with me, Josh Pitts, and I'm hanging out with Akshay Patel, somebody that I just had the opportunity to meet recently in an event in California, and this guy stood out to me. He's young. He's a millennial. We're going to be getting into that here in a little bit, but he was somebody where he really had a completely rounded background within the mortgage industry. He got his start with PRMG, giving a shout out to those guys, really got his feet wet, and he's had a mentor, and we'll talk about his mentor here in just a second. But Akshay, thanks so much for joining us this morning, brother. I'm really excited to be chatting. Yeah, man. Yeah, dude, I'm I'm excited. And dude, that was a crazy awesome introduction. Thank you. (laughs) Well, when we have somebody with your energy and your passion, and again, doing what you're doing, it's exciting to see younger blood coming into our industry and really crushing it like you have. Because to be honest, I mean, what you did, and again, we'll get into your story here in just a sec, but you've been in the industry for a little while, but just started originating just over a year ago. And uh, your first year in the industry, you know, having a, you know, 15 million in production, just insane, bro. Like that to me, that's, that's a killer. That's somebody who's in it and wants to crush it. And uh, one of your mentors, Adria, and a lot of people don't know Adria, yeah. if you don't, but you had a mentor and that's really what helped you get that start. So again, for those who don't know your story, just real quick, share your story, story yeah. how you got started and then now where you are today. Yeah, of course. Well, I was a I was a student in UCR, right? And so I was like over there, University of California, Riverside. And then I was looking for an internship, like a good little Indian boy. I was like, I need to get something done here, be getting an internship and stuff like that. And so I found uh, just financial internships and stuff like that. And PRMG popped up on the board. So I went over there, interviewed, really liked the culture. It was awesome. It was different because they don't really teach you about mortgage at all in school or anything like that as being a profession. And so I went in there, got the, got the internship and I was kind of progressing through processing, underwriting, um, you know, opening, submitting, closing, post-closing, secondary market. I was sitting with, uh, with Paul Rozo and Robert and with, uh, with Chris Sorensen and, and, uh, KP after a little bit later, but I got a chance to hang out with him a good amount too. And then, um, dude, it was just, it was, it was an awesome experience. And then I got down to retail and I met Adriel and Adriel was just kind of sitting there, just a, just a, you know, big old like Mexican baller. And he was just like, Hey man, and I was just kind of like, I was like, Hey man, I was like, what's, what, what do you do guys do down here? He's like, well, we, we make the money without, without the origination. There's no, there's no company. I'm like, all right, cool. Let's talk about it. And so he went into his story and his experience industry and all that kind of good stuff. And it really drew, drew me in. And at that moment I was like, dude, sales is where it's at. I love this. I love the energy down here. I love the enthusiasm, the motivation. Like everyone is just in it to win it, you know? And so when I told him, I was like, I want to go down the retail they were kind of surprised because it was like a, a college internship and you don't necessarily need a college degree to go into origination. But I was like, I want to try it out. I want to be down there, you know? And so I got in there. I was able to kind of, I was able to kind of like absorb all the information. I was in the internship department. And then when the internship ended, Adriel took me on as his marketing assistant. So then we were just kind of going back and forth. He was teaching me the ropes. I was helping him with the marketing. We were putting everything together that we could. And then he helped me get licensed and I became his junior. And then over the course of two years, you know, I was helping Adriel with all of his production, him being a top producer, you know, we were touching about a hundred units a year where wow. I was able to kind of, you know, I was able to kind of learn on all of his stuff and scrape my knees on all of his loans too. Right. So if I messed up, it, it wasn't on my name. It wasn't you. It was, it was him. Yeah. I can't thank him enough for letting me do that. Cause, cause I messed up sometimes like bad. That's <laughs> but, awesome. You know, he's still, he still helped me get get the start that I did, and 
And, you know, I kind of think every, everything that I kind of done, I've, I've done so far and will continue to do, it's like having that basis. I know that that foundation would not have, if I didn't have that foundation, I wouldn't be able to do anything right now. So it's like, that's a huge shout out to my boy, Adriel. Like, you know, he's, uh, he's, he's the one that kind of got me in the industry and really pushed me to do better. And then uh, now we're here, easy funding and everything's cool. Cruising. Dude, I say you are cruising and that's, that's what's so cool. But having a mentor, cause I have a very similar story. You know, we all have mentors that helped us get into this business and really trained us. You know, to me, Jeremy Smith was a guy who really got me started in and then Josh Steika. There was a lot of people who had a ton of influence in my, in my career as I, you know, got more and more involved with it as I got more involved with the origination side. So I, I completely agree. And being able that you had somebody who was able to teach you got, you had a very well-rounded beginning in the industry. You got to see the processing side, the underwriting side, which that's cool for you. The fact that that didn't scare you off and you're like, Holy shit, I'm out of here. This is insane. I don't want anything to do with it. (laughs) So it's kind of cool that you actually like, yeah, this is something, this is awesome. And I love what you mentioned this is they don't teach you about mortgage in school and high school. And you know, in, in secondary, we just don't learn about school at all. So, or about mortgage in school. So being able to actually go into it, understand it, especially as young as you were when you got into it, it's so very cool. And I want to touch on that a little bit more because you are a millennial. Then there's, there's this huge stigmatism within the mortgage and the real estate industry of like, oh, here come these millennials. They're all about social media. They're all about Facebook. That's all they're going to be using. They don't really know how to close mortgages, but you're kind of, you, you use social media. And again, if you guys don't follow him, I'm going to put his uh, social media tags down below because he has a lot of fun with social media. And that's just the thing is you enjoy it. You have fun with it, but social media is not your entire play. No, 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 no. There's no way. Uh, social media is kind of like, it's kind of like, it's a tool to kind of help me out with, with everything else that I'm kind of doing. Right. Cause it, you can't get rid of the basics. You can't just kind of throw the basics to the side and, and forget that that's where the bread and butter is of the industry. Right. You can't forget about prospecting and cold calling. You can't forget about door knocking and all that kind of good stuff. And I mean, as lenders, door knocking is kind of, it's, it's peak too. You can, you can get door knock for a refinance business if you wanted to, right? Or you can use it to build relationships with the agents that you have because they don't have anyone to go door knocking with, right? And then there's the simple dropping by someone's office and saying hi and kind of being there, being there, you know, like annoyingly being there, but also at the same time providing them value. And that value might be something by like helping them use their social media more effectively, Right. Because Absolutely. between between me and my business partner Josh was like we'll we'll get leads on Facebook and Instagram and it's throughout no effort of our own, no ad placement or anything like that. We do ads to get leads, but then we'll get ads just for I mean we'll get we'll get leads just because we have a good presence, right? Just because we're posting consistently, just because we have a personality that's kind of like showing through the video and people are going like, Oh man, like I, I, I kind of want to work with this guy or they, or it's an adverse effect, right? Or they go like, ah, I don't want to touch that. I kind of want to work with this Indian guy. He's too much for me. And that's cool. Like that's not a person I want to work with anyways, you know? But I mean, it's, it's, it's been, it's, it's one of those things where when you're using social media and using technology, it's always like it's it's a tool to kind of help you build out what the bread and butter is of the industry. You're never going to have to stop prospecting, Definitely but agree. you can start you can start using stuff like bomb, right? And then sending bomb bombs through Instagram and a DM, and yep. then making sure that you follow them and, and commenting on their stuff, and so they know that you're you're showing up, you know. And then sending them a YouTube video on something that might help them out because you did the YouTube video talking about five things that might help your business generate leads. And then you send that video to someone and they're, and it's, it's out of nothing but value add. 
right? And now there's now they're now you're on the map. Yep. Social media is just a way to kind of be on the map and be seen multiple times as long as you're being consistent. People start. Rem- it's like it's like when you send it. It's like the old school version of sending in a business card to their office, right? except you're and on their phone. And and it's so true. And you mentioned a couple of key words that people they sound so cliche, but it's so true. You've talked about being persistent with it, consistent with it. And then something that truly resonates with me that you're talking about is you have to be you on social media. And that's what I love about it is people might see you and they're like, "Holy crap! I don't want to work with Akshay. Like he is way over the top. He is like, but that's okay. That means you're eliminating those people right out the gate. You you're only focusing on working with the people you want to work with. Well, that's what makes it enjoyable, right? You can't you can't just be working with people that are kind of like duds or they don't they don't vibe with you very well because you're not going to have a good connection with that person anyways right the whole point of this business and any business in real estate is relationships and relationships is always going to be the basis of what's going on in our industry if you build a relationship you're going to be successful right you're going to have a long-lasting relationship with the clients with the realtors with you know escrow with title with anyone that you come into contact with and they will send you people they will refer you out because they like you but adversely, if someone doesn't like you, why would you want people that like them to like you? It's, it's, they're just going to be different people. <laughs> it doesn't yeah, make sense. I, I totally agree. And that's, I think one of the biggest mistakes that I see, whether, whether it's in real estate, whether it's in mortgage, is they're just trying to blanket all these people with trying to get them to work with us. And like I said, generating yeah. leads on there. And you really only want to attract, again, the people who want to work with It is a relationship game. If you look at social media as a relationship game, it really changes your focus. It really changes what yeah. you're posting, who you're focusing on. And it's, again, I say this all the time, social media, Facebook, LinkedIn, it's like a big CRM. And if you treat it like a CRM, and if you focus on those relationships, it will be, it'll be a less of a headache for you. You'll be able to focus on the things that are actually important. And again, it's not as, as it's not this, Hey, I have to get taught. I have to talk to everybody. You focus on the people you want to target the people you want to, to be doing business with. And that changes everything for you. Right. It's like that person that adds every single person on, on Facebook, Right, just because they have realtor in the name or, or anything like that, and they just keep on adding and adding, adding. And, and it's like, if anything, you're gonna just drive people away. You know, if you have actual relationships with the people and then you front them, or you, you know, you can meet five thousand people. Just go out and network more. You don't totally. have to sit there that, 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 just like start adding a bunch of people for no reason. Same thing on LinkedIn. Like, not millennials don't use LinkedIn enough, and I kind of, you know, badger my agents that are a little bit younger as well. I'm like, dude, you got to build your profile. They're like, oh man, you know, I haven't had a. I haven't used my LinkedIn in three years. I'm like, dude, you're, you're not even that much older than three years old. Like you, <laughs> you need to use your LinkedIn. Like you can't, you can't just not use it. And, and the thing is the LinkedIn has that, that, uh, what is it? The income average of like a hundred thousand dollars right yep. across the board with all the people that use it. LinkedIn. Yep. That's like a good place to, to solidify relationships with people that will actually be able to buy you know what oh, I mean? 100%, 100%. I think LinkedIn is probably one of the most underutilized platforms in mortgage and real estate. And if you put together, again, a really good plan of how to use it and who to target, it can be an extremely powerful platform. So with that, I kind of want to talk about not, not LinkedIn in particular, but because you are using social media, you are posting. One of the biggest questions I could ask is, you know, how frequently, what are you posting? Have you found like there's a, and again, everybody's different. There's, there's, you know, so many algorithms that go into it, but have you found the, you know, how often are you posting and, and the things you really seem to get a lot of traction with when it comes to posting? Once, once a day, is the best i think the best thing to post if you can create content for each day and figure out a marketing calendar like i have a calendar on my desk 
It's just an old school calendar, right? Tycor title calendar, Corinthian calendar, nice. whatever the title person brings you, right? And you're just and you're just writing what to post that day, what you know, what it's going to be about, and then what you're posting the next day, and then so on and so forth, and being consistent with it. It's the same thing with like the if you if you look at I think the best way to create a content calendar is if you look at someone that's doing very well on YouTube. And yeah. then you find someone that's, and then you look into it and you go like how to be easy video, how to be successful on YouTube. Right. And then they'll break down everything they do. They go like, I post at this time every day at 9am. And then I post this content at this day. And I post this content at this day. They have it mapped out because they're making money on the fact that they build out their content. They have subscribers and then ads and stuff like that, that pay them out and they make good money from YouTube just alone. You know what I mean? And right. so because Instagram doesn't have that flow, you don't think of it as like, I need to post this consistently. I have to do this, I have to do that. But if you start thinking about the ad revenue as just like leads that come in and close deals and all that kind of stuff, then you start thinking, okay, well, if I put my mind in, like I'm about to make money off of this thing, then operate social media like it's a business. You operate Instagram like you're on there every day. You're engaging on there. You're making sure that you're reaching out to people. I An hour of my prospecting is just Instagram prospecting. It's nice. just going on Instagram and finding people like people that are married, right? I'll just type in San Diego and I'll find a picture of someone that just got married and I'll send them like a, Hey, appreciate. Uh, I, I wanted to let you know that I'm so happy for you guys and congratulations on the new marriage and, you know, you know, good blessings or whatever going into the future. If you ever have any questions about, you know, lending, I know that the next step is buying a house. I want to be there and I offer that to you. Also, I want to give you a free appraisal on me or whatever it is. Right. And then you just reach out to that person. And then the other one is like people that are just getting back from being enlisted, right? You can find that on Instagram and then you reach out to them. Hey, I don't know if you, I don't know if you knew, but you're here now in San Diego and that's time for you to get a house. Like I won't help you buy a house without having any money coming out of your pocket whatsoever. You know what I mean? And just like reaching out to these people. Dude, see, and that's a tactic right there. That little share, the, you, we talk about the nuggets you get from these episodes and that's it, is it's being direct. It's using social media in a way. And that's part of your routine. That's, you know, you just said it, that part of your hour with social media is going on Instagram and actually using that tactic to find those people. So many people, right. they just don't have a purpose when they go on there. They're just right. like, oh, I'm gonna go scan through Instagram or Facebook. I'm gonna do this and this and this. And then they get lost in the minutia of it. And next thing you knew, you, you spent four and a half hours on Instagram like, holy crap, where'd the day go? So I think that's the yeah. biggest problem too with, with um, people who are using these different social um, platforms is they don't have purpose. They don't have the tactics in place. So again, what what actually just shared is be purposeful. When you're going on there, know what you're, know who you're targeting, who you're going to go after. And that share right there, targeting married people who just got married, targeting veterans. That, dude, that's brilliant. Like brilliant, my friend. That's so cool. And that's why you're dominating. That's why you're crushing yeah. it. Well, that's but that like going back to like being consistent on social media. How do you? What do you do? Right. Well, if you treat it like it's just an, another outlet of getting business, right? Yep. You make if you make cold calls, or if you're like a realtor and you're making Fizbo calls and all that kind of stuff, and you're doing that consistently, you're gonna, something's going to hit, right? Yep. Door knocking, same thing. With lenders, it's going over to realtors' offices and you know dropping by and saying hi and going to open houses, and something's going to hit eventually. And oh, so yeah. that's just a part of the business. You add social media as a part of the business, and then that's an, another outlet for you to get leads. You know, percent agree. And, and you have to treat it like a and, business, just like you said. Oh, of course, of course. And so you find you find new ways to be creative. You know, you start putting stuff on stories, right? You start being being yourself on Instagram stories, so people can kind of absorb your personality throughout the day. Because right now, more attention is on Instagram stories than it is on the feed. 
There's right. more people that just click on a story and they keep on clicking on stories and keep on clicking on stories and they waste three hours a day doing that stuff. Right. It, yep. And, and that's and just it. Just there. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd yeah. say post a post once a day on, on every social media platform on LinkedIn is probably like three times a week. You don't have to overkill on LinkedIn unless yeah. you have blog posts that you're doing. And then on YouTube once a day too, if you, if you have the outlet to be able to record videos and stuff like that, and you think that your personality is, is enough that people are going to absorb it. Even if you don't think that, you know, you never know, you're going to find someone. I know a guy that was a real, that just did videos. Like he was just walking around doing videos of houses and stuff like that. And then he had like 40 views on a video. And one of those views turned into a closed escrow. And he's wow. like, he had like two subscribers. It's just like, dude, just, if you go out there and do videos, people are going to find you. Right. They it's always not, will. It's not that hard. Yeah. And then, so Instagram is one that I post a little more consistently on do once a day. And I do 10 stories. I try to do 10 stories a day. That's nice. like the, that's like what you try to do. Right. I mean, I haven't been super consistent on it because it's a little, it, it is difficult. It's not easy. Oh, right. Man, so, so difficult. It's a business in itself. Yes. But that's just it. You have to treat it like a business and you have to have it planned out. You can't just be like, oh yeah, I'm going to try to post once a day. Like you actually have to be meaningful with it. You're like, you have to have a calendar saying, okay, I'm going to post this today. Stories are very different. Stories, you, you're basically just showing what you're doing throughout the day. If you're taking a, an application, you got to be careful with your, what you're showing, but hey, just got a great, or just had a great conversation or just things like that. that people show people who you are. And again, it shows your personality. Yeah. That's what stories are all about. That's how you use Instagram stories. So man, yeah. I, I absolutely love it. And again, it's these simple things that you're actually doing. You're implementing them and you're doing something. You're trying them. You got to try something. Yeah. You can't just be yeah. like, well, well, yep, I'm not going to do anything because I just don't know where to start. Right, right. And if you're not if you're not being consistent with it, that's that's where you kind of where people get all Marty and all, nothing's working. You know what I mean? Like if you you're consistent on it and you just wait it out like everything else, like people that buy leads and they quit after a month, right? right. That's I mean that like okay, you just wasted two grand or something like that. Just wait it out, you're gonna get your money back, and then you'll start seeing some momentum because it takes time for you to build, you know, some conversion. Right. And 100%. it's the same thing with Instagram. If you nope. stay consistent three months, you'll get something from it. I guarantee it. I, I see. And that's just it. You have to stay persistent. You have to stay consistent. And I guarantee you will see something from it. And I'm, I mean, holy cow, 15 minutes has flown by. I can't believe how fast it's it, simple shares like this, the things that you're doing and uh, what you're telling people. It's those, it's those things that you just yeah. have to implement. And with that, so one of my favorite ways, oh, there's Tano. Tano just commented, AK is the man. He just got on and commented. <laughs> so, hey, Tano, thanks for joining us this morning, my friend. So with that, you know I love to challenge those who are watching the show, those who, who want to really step it up in their business. What would you challenge them to go out and do today within their business? Yeah, so I think one, one very important thing to try and do is get on Instagram and then try creating a – five day calendar and then just go week by week. Don't, don't do a whole month because you're, it's going to be a little, it's going to be a lot, but do a five day calendar, figure out what your Mondays are going to be about, figure out what your Tuesdays are going to be about Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then, and then use the weekends for open houses, but stay on that week schedule and then see how many people you're going to see like commenting and the engagement that's moving up while you also take an hour a day to go and engage on other people's posts. So just go on, go on the top comments or like uh, on the top pages in the, in the newsfeed and then find a, a hashtag that's related to your industry. If you're lending, go to realtors and then just like follow and comment on nine people's posts for three different hashtags. Wow. Right. So like 27 people over the week 
right? Or I mean, 27 people every day and then have the posts that are consistent and do two of those things as videos. And you, I think you'll see a change in your Instagram and also it'll kind of build a structure as to what you're doing. And if you build a structure in it and you see how easy it is, and if you, if you calculate it correctly, you go like this hour of my day is dedicated to just Instagram and you operate it like it's a business tactic. And that's something that you have to do to add value to your business. Then go in there, do that. I think there's going to be a huge um, change in your mindset and how you operate on social media. It might not generate a lead. It might not generate a lot of engagement and like necessarily very quickly, but if you structure it that way, it'll be able to help you have a guideline for how you can move into Instagram and really dominate on that market. I love that. So doing a calendar, setting that up. And a lot of people are thinking like, well, 27 people a day, that's a lot. It's really not. Once you get in there and once you get, once you get efficient at it and you go in there like, oh, I can like this, I can comment on this. It really doesn't take that much time. But again, you have to have purpose like actually sharing here. You have to have that calendar. So great challenge. Lay out that calendar. Do exactly what he's telling you. And again, I promise you, if you say persistent and consistent like he's he's telling you, you will see it. Now, again, is social media, is this for everybody? No. But if you're like, hey, 2019 is my year. I really want to get better at Instagram. I want to get better at LinkedIn. I want to get better at Facebook. Here's the place to start. He's sharing the things that you need to do to start somewhere. So again, guys, Akshay has shared some incredible tips with you today. Hopefully, I guarantee if you've listened to this episode, you've got a few little nuggets to walk away from to really start kicking butt when it comes to social media. So Akshay, thanks so much for joining us this morning. One more more thing. Yeah. Uh, For the people that are watching that want to do the videos and stuff like that, don't worry about having a very like precise, professional looking video. Just do something on your phone. You have a hand, you have a phone, take a video and put it on your Instagram. I guarantee it'll be a little bit different for you, especially if you haven't done video before. Totally agree. Yeah. And thanks, thanks so much for having me, dude. No, I, t- I absolutely agree. And with that, it's Instagram stories. That's why Instagram stories are becoming so big. Oh, yeah. Again, they're not filtered. It's like, hey, this is this is me in my natural, yeah. authentic environment. So great yeah. tip there as well. Guys, again, grateful for actually joining us this morning, everything that he shared. And if you have questions, feel free to reach out to myself. Feel free to reach out to him. We are always willing to give you content, give you value and share anything we can do to help you every single day. So brother, thanks so much for joining us. Yeah. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. You bet. Guys, as always, we appreciate you. We love you. And we hope you have a great day. See you soon.